0: Welcome to the Squiz Kids Coronavirus Explained podcast. I'm Bryce Corbett. Now, if there's one thing we can all agree on about the coronavirus, it's how quickly it has crept up on us and how confusing and overwhelming it feels to many of us, adults and kids alike. And while there are plenty of people out there with an opinion, it's important that we listen to the people who know what they're talking about, like doctors and scientists, which is why we've asked one of Australia's most respected doctors, Dr Ginny Mansberg, to answer your questions about COVID-19. This is a kids-only Q&A, with questions that you, the faithful listeners of Squiz Kids, have sent in, because it's a kid's world too. Dr Ginny, welcome to Squiz Kids.
1: G'day Bryce. Let's
0: get started first of all with the questions. The first one comes from Lila. Hi, school kids and Dr Ginny. My name is Lila and I'm eight years old from Shelley Beach. My question is, what is a virus?
1: Lila, that is an awesome question. So at the end of the day, a virus is a bug and it's so small that you can't see it with your eyes you need to see it not just with an ordinary microscope but a super specialized microscope because it lives not next to your cells but inside your cells where it basically hijacks them for its own evil intent and it uh, can give you something like a runny nose or a sore throat or a sore tummy or in this case a bit of a temperature a bit of a sore throat and shortness of breath
0: Thank you, Dr Ginny. Now, we've got another question here from Rosie.
1: Hi, Dr Ginny. I'm Rosie and I'm 10 from Brisbane. My question is, what is a pandemic? So a pandemic has widespread between people in different parts of the world at the same time so you've noticed with this one although it started in China right now we've got it in Europe we've got it here in Australia we've got it in America we've got it in the Middle East we've got it in Iran and I hope it doesn't go any further than that but we could see it really start to go gangbusters in Africa as well and that's going to be really quite a nightmare.
0: Okay, well, that brings us quite neatly to our next question from Elijah. My name is Elijah. My sister's name is Elia. I'm from Adelaide. I'm five years old. And my question is where did the coronavirus start? Have we had it before? How did it start?
1: Elijah, you would not believe this, but you are asking the same question as many of the professors in the top universities all around the world. And guess what? We still don't really know. So the first place it was detected was in a province of China, so the Hubei province, and particularly the city of Wuhan, which is quite a big city.
0: Excellent. We've got a question here from Year 3 and 4, Gundang class in Tacoma Public School on the New South Wales Central Coast. And they are asking, where did the name Corona come from?
1: Well, some people were making lots of funny jokes about it being a Mexican beer, but it's got nothing to do with beer. If you have a look at the coronaviruses, and there are quite a few of them around, uh, what you can find out is that they are quite round and they have lots of spikes coming out of them and they look a little bit like a crown. And Corona is a word for crown in Spanish.
0: So Year 6B at St John's have got a question and they're asking, why does covid Nineteen affect adults more than kids? Because don't kids carry way more germs than adults? And aren't adults more cautious about their
1: hygiene? 6B, every single one of you are invited to do a science degree and become professors immediately because that is a fantastic question. And the answer is we've got absolutely no idea, but you guys are absolutely right. We're just not seeing that many kids affected by it. We're finding some positive swabs in kids who are related to people who are very sick but they don't tend to get very sick with it themselves it's probably something to do with the way the immune system works but if you find out 6b will you let me know because we still don't know
0: now great question here from Declan in Wagga Wagga
1: hi Squish Kids and Dr Jenny.
0: my name is Declan I'm eight years old from Wagga Wagga my question is my little brother only has one kidney. I've heard that people with kidney problems could be at
1: greater risk of coronavirus. Why is this the case and what does this mean? Should we be doing anything extra at home? Declan, you are such a beautiful brother to be so worried about your little brother. Declan, we just don't have enough people with one kidney around the world to give you an ironclad answer. Right now, what we think is that people with just one kidney don't seem to be getting the virus worse than anyone else. However, when it comes to something like flu, everybody who has a health problem, no matter what it is, is at an increased risk. So for your brother, I think we just better take some precautions in case what we think now, which is he should be okay, turns out to be wrong. And haven't you noticed that the advice we're giving is changing day to day? So what can you do at home? Well, I think he's lucky to have a brother like you, um, but you can wash your hands really carefully before you eat before you go near food and before you go near your brother and if you do that and you're careful to cough and sneeze the way you've been taught into the crook of your elbow I think you should be okay and if you do start to feel sick tell mum and dad straight away so that you can go into a little bit of isolation at home and just have a bit of distance between you and your brother.
0: Excellent advice. Uh, We have uh, had a lot of questions about whether there's going to be a cure or a vaccine, including this question from Brooke. Hi, Squeeze Kids and Dr Ginny. My name is Brooke and I'm 11 years old from
1: 56H at Abbotsford Public School. We would like to know, do you think the chemical virus in COVID-19 will be used to create a vaccine or cure? So that's a great question. what we know about coronavirus is that it is a virus. It's different to a bacteria. So the bacteria are bugs that are also microscopic, but you can often see them with a, a standard microscope like the one you might have at school, and they sit in between your cells, whereas viruses sit inside the cells. So they're really quite different, and that's why antibiotics that target uh, bacteria do not work against viruses at all because they're just so different. But the chemicals inside the viruses, that's exactly what we look for to make a vaccine. And you can rest assured that there are lots of scientists working on that right now and we're hoping to have one within the next 12 to 18 months that will keep you and your family safe
0: scientists are the new superheroes really when you think about it
1: yeah I agree and and don't we have a lot of squiz kids who are the scientists of the future their Absolutely. questions are simply amazing
0: very very impressive which brings me to um, balmain public school who have asked how can I help my friends and neighbors not get it
1: oh my goodness Balmain public school can you move next door to me I love that um, <laughs> So I think – what we need to do is to listen to the advice that is being given to us by our governments who are really there to look after us. So if they say that we shouldn't be uh, going to school unless we absolutely have to, then let's do that. If they're saying that we need to be doing something that they're calling social distancing, so staying 1.5 metres away from people, let's do that. Let's wash our hands, especially before we eat. Uh, Let's sneeze and cough responsibly. And let's try and find fun things to do at home that don't expose you and your family members to the virus if it's out there.
0: Excellent advice. Dr Ginny, that has been fantastic. Thank you so much for being so generous with your time. I'm sure it's been very helpful to all of our listeners. And that's all, unfortunately, we have time for today. But before we go, Dr Ginny, perhaps you can tell our listeners what are the most important things they can do right now to look after their health?
1: So... I know kids have got heaps of energy and we've got to use that energy. So we're going to find some exercise routines on YouTube and to do with mum and dad, let's get them um, off the couch as well and jump up and down and do lots of um, walking up and down the corridors and walking up and down stairs wherever you can. We're going to eat healthy food because I think sometimes it can be really tempting when you're stuck at home to just have party food, but party food's really good for parties. I think we'll put that on hold uh, for a little while. And we've got to tell each other lots of crazy jokes right we've got to stay laughing and happy we want to listen to happy music do happy dances and stay really really happy for mum and dad as well and for each other and they're the best things that you can do for your health.
0: Wonderful thank you Dr Ginny so much for joining us.
1: Thanks Bryce for having me.
0: So there you go everybody wise words indeed from Dr Ginny Mansberg. Well, that's a wrap for Squiz Kids, Coronavirus Explained. Thank you again to each one of you who sent in questions. I'm sorry we couldn't get to each and every one of your questions, but we hope that that's helped to answer a lot of the queries you may have had. Don't forget, Squiz Kids, your daily news fix, is available for download every morning from 7am. Now, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Squiz Kids is proudly supported by the Judith Nielsen Institute for Journalism and Ideas.